Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of LGA. That is Lit, Lit, Lit Gaming, Gaming Arena. 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 For those of you who don't know, my name is Marcus and I am joined, as always, by Justin. Hey, what's up everybody? Yeah, this is going to be a crazy week of games because I played different games than usual. Let's get oh, to God. it! Okay, welcome to episode 74 of the LGA cast, the only podcast that is not officially sponsored by Game Fuel. <laughs> it's victory in a can, everybody. I mean, what else can I say? In reality, they don't really make, I don't know if they do the sponsored Game Fuel stuff anymore. They, this is because this is technically Mountain Dew Amp game fuel which is the energy drink version of game fuel usually the game fuels like whenever they do a promotion with a video game which i haven't seen lately for a while so i'm not sure if that's a thing anymore but mountain dew amp game fuel as i said is victory in a can <laughs> it's good stuff I'm, drink I'm back to the red back to the red i drank blue last week it's good got the red this week everything's going good over here i mean this is the best video game podcast of uh the year 2020 and uh, we're we're off to the races here. We got all sorts of stuff to talk about. We got uh, a contest that I, by the time this episode is over would have already passed. So congratulations to the winner of the $50 Steam gift code. And keep an eye out for future giveaways because I'm sure we'll be doing that a little more often in the future. Because so far it's been doing pretty good uh, as far as growth for us, which is awesome. I love to see that. Um, so anybody that entered the contest that ultimately checked out the show, thanks for doing so. We hope you enjoy the show. Um, and then, and like I said, if you do enjoy the show, make sure you go to Apple or Podchaser and uh, give us a review. Just search for the Gaming Arena. You'll find us. Give us that sweet five-star review. Share us with your friends. That's, that really helps us to grow. Uh, without further ado, we do have video games to talk about. So, Marcus, what, what have you been doing this week? So a little game came out that uh, we talked about last time, but um, very brief mention last time. Everybody's hot about it. Everybody's playing it. It's the word on the street. Uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Uh, I played a lot of Fall Guys. <laughs> this game is, is everybody. This is. I do find it funny because every other podcast in existence always refers to this game as being like MXC. Which is only funny because MXC was the jokey parody show. The re the original yeah. show is uh, uh, Takeshi's Castle. Yep. Uh, and I, I just I find that amusing that everybody's like it's like MXC and I'm like well that was not the really because parody. Yeah, but also not really because they did that course one at a time and this is not one at a time. This is everybody. No, this is battle royale style. No, MXC was they. they they had Did, the I, games from this. This is straight riffing those games. Really? Because... Because, like, the door I don't remember... With the doors breaking, everybody ran that at once. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, they had some okay, that yeah, were... They were like yeah, this, they were where sections. they were group challenges and, like, you know... But this is all group challenges, so... No. MX... 
No, it's not. I thought it was everything I've seen. It was group one. So no, it, it starts uh, usually the first round or two are like a race, um, and then there's a couple of group challenges that you'll be splitting the teams. I've seen some of the team ones, but yeah. So anyway. I'll, I'll get one, deeper into it as I go, but uh, this game has been actually very successful. A lot of people are comparing it to Rocket League, and I know that has actually led to confusion amongst people, and I don't feel anybody should be confused by that, as Rocket League and this game are very comparable due to launching on PS Plus. Um, brand new yeah. games that launched on PS Plus, and that's, I, I think... A lot of people say Rocket League would have been successful without the PS Plus push, and I really don't know about that. I mean, we don't, we simply don't live in that reality, so we can't speak for sure, but it definitely helped word get out about that game, and I think the same is here, because this game has now crossed 2 million downloads on PC, uh, so two, over 2 million people on PC have actually purchased the game, because the game was not given away for free on PC. Uh, but it is free currently on PlayStation Plus as part of their yeah. uh, 10 year anniversary. But I, I still feel it would never even be doing close to those numbers if it just released and wasn't a free game, quote unquote free, or given out for free at in a location. Um, same yeah, can be said so. about another game that was free as of today that now has over 1.5 million downloads, which is uh, Total War Saga Troy. Um, which was yeah. given away for free on Epic Game Store and now has over a million downloads. I think that that's actually going to push that game because it's just going to get that many people playing that game and talking about that game and encouraging people to potentially buy that game later. Um, and that applies to Fall Guys as well. But uh, th this game already came out and has it, Fall Guys has a season pass built into it. You don't have to buy anything. It just has the season pass. I don't know if that will be true going forward, but the base season pass, you like any other season pass, you level it up, uh, you'll get... Uh, points towards leveling it up for your how well you do in matches obviously you get more if you win overall um but it's based on eliminations or technically i think it's based on the awards you get which are like oh you placed in like 20th percentile or like you know what, whatever percentile you place in uh gives you a award which that award is worth x amount of like points towards leveling up your season pass um, and leveling up, you know, gets you costume stuff, pattern stuff, faces, whatever, you know, the cosmetics, um, which are a big part of this game. Um, strangely, which I actually think this is actually nice because it does have a rotating storefront, which seems to be par for the course for a lot of these games. Yeah. Like, uh, so it does have a rotating storefront uh, with, you know, like a limited number of items that rotates in and out. There's a daily one and then one that lasts, I think, three days. Uh, but... I actually like that some of the items in there require crowns, and the only way to get crowns is by actually winning. Yeah, that's that's badass. <laughs> I like yeah, that. Yeah, you you can't you can't just buy crowns. You you can buy kudos, which kudos is a you'll you'll still get tons of kudos just by playing the game. Um, but you get you can buy packs of kudos. Hey, I remember kudos from Project Gotham Racing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, it's like you you can buy kudos, but you can't buy crowns. Um, and some of the items cost like five crowns, which is that's five victories, uh, which sounds easy, but it is not. Uh, these the games is that it it puts you in the game um, with you're one of sixty players, so you're in there with the sixty people, the fifteen you plus the fifty nine other players, 
And like I said, it starts as a race and it, it's kind of like Takeshi's Castle where it will be like, there's sometimes like the door mini game where it'll be a bunch of doors and some of them are breakable and some of them are not. Um, which I think it start like, I think most of those are 50, 50, like I think 50% of those doors actually break away on nice. most of them, except the last one where it's only one out of three. It's a one in three, uh, odds of getting the right door. Um, which that game in particular becomes just an absolute clusterfuck. I mean, a lot of the games do, but that one in particular, where it's just as soon as someone sees the opening, like everybody just swarms it. And that can be <laughs> terrible of like, great. I just got thrown back or I just got knocked to the ground uh, really bad. And I don't feel yeah in that mini game in particular, I don't feel it replicates the actual game the way it wants to and i think that's because the third person camera because it, oh, in yeah. like real life you would run into a door and then you you would get like tunnel vision essentially so you you as a player in like the real life game you, you would probably run into a door be like oh shit like get knocked to the ground because that door didn't break and then you'd look next to you and try that door and it also might not break you know and here you don't really have that because you have a like wide lens so you you can always basically see the door that broke and then go through it and people say you know they got their kind of bullshit like I don't buy any of the strategies there that people are like, I hang back a little bit to see the doors that break away. And I'm huh. like, that's going to fuck you. I assure you. Yeah. Then you're going to be at the back of the pack trying to rush to the door. You're going to get swarmed. You're going to be part of that swarm. Um, that, that game in particular, I'm not too keen on actually, because like I said, it doesn't really replicate the show as I, I think that is like it's one of the staple games of that show that they obviously put in there for that reason. But I don't think think it replicates um, what the experience of that is like very well, to be honest. Um, I think there's other games in there that do it a little better. Um, there's one called uh, Seesaw and it's got all these like teetering things and it's also a race and it's, you know, got these teetering things and uh and it's just a whole bunch of those uh, in a long race to the end. Um, that game I kind of don't like as well because it favors people in the front a little too much. If you're in the front, like very front in the center, you're going to just run unopposed. You'll you'll every seesaw is going to be just like fresh, untouched, untilted. And yeah. you just jump from, you know, seesaw to seesaw to seesaw just completely un unopposed while everybody behind you is stuck with them getting super fucked up and sometimes tilted completely to one side. And then you're like, I can't jump on this cause I'm on this other seesaw and this other one that I need to jump to is completely like tipped oh, entirely at like a 90 degree angle. Um, and people keep like jumping on it when it's at like, it's barely tilted. So then it gets fucked up again and again and again. So yeah, that game kind of sucks as well. And it, I do mirror some of the sentiment of some of the people where they say like, this is a collection of games that I don't really like any of them. I, I, I disagree with that a bit because I do actually like some of them, but it does feel like there's an overwhelming amount of them that I really dislike. <laughs> and that is like, I really dislike this, this seesaw one. And I really don't really like the door one. And there's a few others in there, but there's one called Slime Climb. I think that one's been that one's probably the one I've seen the most like 
uh, gifs of of people like BMing other players in and like shoving them off. But it's a single elimination race where it has a slime that looks kind of like Petal Bismol just like rising up and you have to run <laughs> up this vertical, you know, like switchback type thing that has different obstacles as you go up. Yeah. Um, and there's some shortcuts in there that you'll see because you'll see other players take all these shortcuts um, that help and sometimes can be detrimental. They're like high risk, high reward type shortcuts. But yeah, but I like that one because it is single elimination. Um, actually, that because of that, I got my first victory because we got that was, I think, the third or fourth game. I think it was third, though. I think it was third. And this ended up being only a four round match because I was one of two people to pass. So the next round was literally me and one other person. Um, Unfortunately, the well, fortunately and unfortunately, the final was a game of like tail tag. So what what happens is, is in a normal match, if you had like five or seven people, it's a little bit more balanced. But one person has a tail and then you just have to hold it until time runs up and people can take it from you by grabbing each other, you know. You, you grab them and take the tail um, and you just you win if you finish with the tail. Actually, I think this game is being removed because uh, it's not really balanced. Oh, um, really? That's the one that I saw that seemed f- the most fun to play. <laughs> the issue is, is specifically this. When it was me versus the one other person, there was a lot of luck in the fact that I started with the tail. Yeah, are, it's a lot easier to keep it away from one person as opposed well, they to need four. To, they need to tweak it maybe how it works because if you run at the exact same speed, I can always consistently juke this person. <laughs> I, I could just run in a straight line because if I, I can kind of, once again, the camera's pulled back in a way that I can see what direction he's going. So I can just always go yeah. the opposite direction and we're running at the exact same speed. He'll never catch me. It's just plain and simple. You, you'll never catch a person if they're running at the same speed. Like, yeah. unless I colossally fucked up, but I just wasn't going to put myself like I wasn't going to do a high risk maneuver that was going to make me fuck up bad enough that he could catch me. Yeah. So unless he like, I mean, it still could never work because I was like, unless he somehow like stood still while I just like ran past him, then maybe he could grab me on that. But if he if I notice he's standing still, I could just stand still. Yeah. And then that just waste a bunch of time. But so, yeah, I've, I felt a little bad that this person could basically never catch me. And then I got my first <laughs> win that way. Um, but yeah, currently, I think they just added the new uh, victory, which I think replaced the tail. I think they fully removed the tail one. But uh, the new one is you're you're on like a circular platform and there's these like uh, like a uh, what is it? Uh, it has like these top spinning, like the a double sided like top thing that spins around the platform. So if you jumped up, it could whack you. And then it's got a lower stick that just goes around and it goes at a slightly faster speed than those top ones. So oh, you'll okay. have to jump over it. And this is part of another game that is in there. But now to make it like the, f- the finale, they drop out platforms slowly over time. And then you just have to be the last one left standing in the original game. It's just uh, you just need to make it until time runs up, which I don't know if they kept it. I don't know if they kept it is I don't know if there's both now. I don't know if there's a like a finale one and the other one or if they just turned this one into the finale. Um, So anyway, there's that finale. There was the tail finale. There is um, hexagon, which has. It's a several tiered uh, platform thing where when you step on the platforms, they disappear. 
Um, and then it's about eight levels. So there's some strategy there. I think that one's the most strategy oriented because you can cut people off and like mess up their paths. Or sometimes it can be a smart thing to drop down several layers and bottom out that layer before they even get there. So yeah. that, that one's kind of strategy oriented. I'm not particularly great at it because uh, what usually happens is that I'm higher than most people. But then when I fall, I just fall all the way through to the bottom because there's just nothing below me at that point. So I just haven't figured yeah. out a good rhythm of where to be and when to be there. Um, my friend has actually won about 20 uh, total games so far, which is ridiculous. I've only won two. He's won about 20. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, then so and then there's the uh, the one everybody knows is the I forget what it's called, but it's it's a mountain that you climb up and there's a crown at the end that you have to like jump and grab. Uh, that goes the crown goes up and down, but it, it, it it's this mountain with all these balls and there's like spinning propellers and shit. I don't really like that one because it it's similar to some of the other games that it, if you start in the very front, you have a huge advantage of that. You're just inherently ahead of everybody, because once again, we're all running at the same speed. So if you just are able to run and not get hit, you just win guaranteed. Um, and I say that like it's easy, but I mean, like. You, you technically face less obstacles because usually like essentially you have to dodge the first ball. But after that, you're already ahead enough that you can the second ball hasn't launched yet and you're further up the course. So by the time the second oh, ball yeah. launches, you might be past that entire section while everybody below is just getting hit. Um, so, yeah, I just think there's a huge advantage to starting in the front of that one in particular. And I think what they need to fix about that one is towards the top. Because there's these at the very top, there's these like hammer things that just spin around that you need to dodge. But really, you can use those to launch yourself further ahead if you use them right. But they're just really at like a non obstacle. I think they need to just cover the top of like the even the hill or even cover the whole thing in slime. So it like it's slippery as you're trying to run up it. And then that way, when you get hit by a ball, it resets you a bit harder. You know, I just yeah. think it it doesn't. There's nothing to slow down the players at the top like that are further up enough to balance it with the other players. Um, that's just my opinion um, from doing it several, several fucking times. I, I like I typically make it to the end. I just can't win. Basically, <laughs> I just lose a lot at the very last challenge, um, which has been hexagon a disproportionate number of times. And I just really don't like that game. I, I don't really like any of the finales. I think I'll like the new propeller one where like it is this spinning thing and you just have to stay up, like be the last one standing on the platform. I think I'll like that one more than any of the other ones, but currently I don't like any of the finales. Uh, but yeah, I do like there is like some of the team games. I really like there is one called fall ball. That is just kind of like, it's like rocket league, I guess, you know, it, it there's yeah. giant soccer balls and you have to kick them in the goals and you're separated onto teams. I know some people don't like that. The teams like, let's say there's nine players left and it chooses that one. That means one team's going to have four players and one's going to have five. And yeah. I do think that's a little bit bullshit, but I think that game doesn't have high enough control that it doesn't <laughs> matter that much. Yeah. And um, I've seen like starting like where the the match starts and like players on opposing teams aren't like placed in the same spot. Like in, I've seen yeah. them like where it's like everybody seems like it's they're in a random spot, which doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's a little weird that way. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's horrendously imbalanced, to be honest. 
Um, I've I've been on teams where we have less people and we've won. I've been on teams where we have more people and lost. I, I've been in every situation in that map. Um, there can be footballs dropped on there. And I say footballs oh, being really? like an American football. Yeah. It, it's weird. I, I just know a lot of people have, like I mentioned it to my friend and he was like, what? There can't be a football. And then a football fell from the sky right when he said that. I was like, yeah, <laughs> there's footballs, dude. Like occasionally it drops a football. Um, I don't really know why. <laughs> I don't know what triggers it, but it's just a weirder <laughs> shape object to kick in. But I mean, I think this game seems ever changing and there is like weird stuff like that that changes the game. So I don't know. There, there's quite a and there like for a while, like I had done several, several matches and then I was like still like, oh, weird. Here's a game I've never seen before. Here's a race I've never seen before or like a team match I've never seen before. Um, so it's it feels like it has quite a bit of depth there on like matches that would show up. Yeah, I just feel disproportionately. There's like there's just a lot of games I think they need to remove just purely because they're just not fun. Um, like I said, so, some of them are just anti-fun games. Um, there's one in particular that you just have to, there's tiles on the floor. Um, and it's a, uh, it, it's, you know, a three by three grid. So it's, it, or I think it's actually four by four. It's a four by four grid and the tiles will be like a fruit. So there'll be like, let's just say grapes and watermelon and it'll start that yeah. way of being like there's two. So, and then it'll count down on the screen and then it'll show like a watermelon or a grape. And then you just have to make sure you're standing. Like you remembered which square is which and that you're standing on that, uh, after a like countdown, a four count. Um, and it does that for three rounds. Um, that game just isn't fun and it typically doesn't eliminate like anybody. Cause it's just us three and then it's just whoever's left is still left. Usually it only eliminates like a handful of players. If even that it'll be like th three players got eliminated and it's like, great. That did nothing <laughs> <laughs> versus like, and, and usually those games are in the three position where it's like, that's the third game you'll get is one of those. It'll be that or like slime climb. And I'm like, slime climb deletes everybody. And then this <laughs> like matching game deletes nobody. So that's always been kind of weird. There, there is also one where it's like these it's it's like this big cylinder and it's broken up into sections that rotate and the different sections rotate at different speeds, alternating forwards and backwards. And there's like shit on those and like breakaway spots. But you just have to like run between these until uh, typically it's like 17 players or 19 players are eliminated. And I think that game just goes on a little too long because it's too easy to not get eliminated. Cause you just run back yeah. and forth. You're just like, okay, I go from this platform to that platform. And I don't think that one's fun either because of that. And I just think, I think those just need to be removed. And, you know, I, I think some of this stuff is just to, basically, I think almost all the games, like they just pulled from inspiration from Takeshi's castle. And I think they need to look a little outside that box and maybe they will to be like, we need to come up with something that replicates the feeling, but isn't exactly how they had it set up, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, there is one, this race that has these walls that come out of the ground and block you, and it's just a bunch of gates like that that will, like, go up and down, and, like, you have to, like, run at the right times to get through them. I actually really like that one. I think that one's more fun than the, like, breakaway walls or some of the other races, because it, it at the very end, I, I think this is what makes it as much as like 
my friends that I played with really hated it. But I think it's what makes this game more balanced is that at the very end, there's a slime covered like downward slope that's like a ramp and you have to jump. And there's three door, like three really big doors that are alternating if they're opened and closed. So you have to, there's a bit of a timing element. But I was like, I think that's like equalizes that match because if you are way ahead, but you fuck up that last jump, now suddenly, you know, that gives a chance for people who maybe started like middle of the pack or like back of the pack to have caught up or potentially placed first in the race, you know, because you or whoever else was leading the way fucked up, you know. I think there needs to be just more games like that Yeah, where it it has something like that. Or I know some complaints have been like, there is just oddly games that are like all luck based and some that are all skill based and there isn't really a middle ground. And I can kind of agree with that. I think they need to pick what they're really going for. I mean, currently I do think the game just in general is a game you can get good at because clearly my friend had I think my friend just inherently was at basically the skills skill ceiling for the game like it's like he <laughs> he already is like maximum capacity for how to play this and how to win and now for him it's just the luck of the draw of like where he spawns cuz and that just dictates everything yeah cuz he is one like I said 20 games so far which is crazy um and I mean, like there, there's been some of those races up that mountain where he's like it. Th- there was one with my other friend where th- they were at least close enough that my other friend place got like was the second one up the hill. So my friend that has won a disproportionate amount just was like, oh, you can just have it. And I wish that had happened to me, but I've never been that close for that to happen <laughs> for him to <laughs> let me win. So is I'm just mostly I'm just pointing that out to say, like, it's not a situation where he like I can't win because I'm playing with him and he's taking all the wins. It's like, no, it's just not even close. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> if it was that close, he would just give it to me. But yeah, it's Fall Guys is real fun. I, I think it's fun. I don't I'm in the same boat with everybody where I don't know the legs of this. I think it it's kind of like a uh, it, it's a bit like an animal crossing scenario where it's right place, right time. I think this quarantine and Fortnite be not like, you know, being like Fortnite's the old school and I want something new to play. And it's, you know, not a shooter, I think really helped it that. And then being free on PS plus, I think the best thing they can do to push this, I think what will push this is if they update it faster, like they need to get new games or change the games, like move parts of the obstacles around to make them feel fresher. Um, you know, just add more things like the football showing up, you know, just add weirder shit in there. That is like stuff you might not see. Um, and then get your game on more platforms, put it on switch. Um, faster it hits switch, the more downloads it's going to get, put it on Xbox, get it on. I would say then after you get it on those platforms, get it on tablets, get it on, phones um and then your game will be everywhere um (laughs) so yeah and it's simple enough to do that it's only three buttons it's got a jump button it's got a grab button and it's got a dive button that's it so nice i know some people think that's overly simplistic i think that's actually what leads to it being successful to be honest i think it's it I think it being so simple shows that there is this odd with its simple mechanics that there is odd skill. And then you have to kind of use the the simplicity of it to like you you have to get creative with the limited tools at your disposal. 
you know, like grabbing people at the right time or knowing how far you could be away when you grab people, um, knowing the capacity of your jump, knowing when to jump and when to dive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Fall Guys is real good. I, I recommend it to anybody, especially if you have PlayStation, go grab it yeah, for free this month. Free. Um, I, it, it sounds like it's doing great on PC. I don't know the cost of it. I would assume it's like anywhere from 15 to like 20, 25 bucks. Yeah. Somewhere in there. I would say it's worth it. It's it's fun, especially if you play it a bunch. I plan to max out the season pass, which is at level third, uh, 40. So and I'm at level 21 right now, 22 somewhere nice. in there. So I've played quite a bit. But nice. Yeah, that game's it's been fun. It's fun to play with my friends. You can group in groups of three. Um, you're not really like on a team team per se and how it does handle it when it does put you on a team. Like if a team game shows up like fall ball where you are broken up into teams or any of those team oriented game, it does put those people on a team. Nice. Um, so so you will probably end up playing together. But if like hypothetically so and so didn't make it in the top bracket and they got eliminated earlier, they either have to spectate or, you know, wait for you to finish. Um, so yeah, it, but I don't know. I, I, I like playing it with my friends. It's been, it's been a good time. Yeah. Um, should we take a break or should I talk about the other games I played? Uh, go ahead and pl- talk about the other games you played. Okay. I, I, I didn't really play too much else, but because I've been playing, like I've wanted to play a little bit more Mario, uh, paper Mario, but I've been distracted by playing Fall Guys, but I did start uh, Super Paper Mario, um, which I'm a I'm on chapter two in that, um, and it's I, it's either six or eight chapters. I can't really remember. I'm not I'm not super deep into that, but um, that game's interesting. Uh, to be really reductive about it, it, is the most varied in the franchise. It is the it's very different. It's very much uh, about being it's very much in the vein of being like a platformer and adding level up elements to a platformer. And then it goes from like, it focuses on being two dimensional and then transitioning yeah. from 2d to 3d. And that's a real focus of solving all the puzzles in that game. And I actually, I, I enjoy it. I, I like this paper Mario, but going back to it, there is a lot of like, there are characters and elements that I completely forgot existed in that game. Um, yeah. And it's kind of jarring to see some of that, but I also know like, that game doesn't really get good until you're about at chapter three or four. I like, I, I just inherently know that. Um, and it's, it's actually pretty quick to get that far in. Um, cause it's about, it's, it's like the shortest paper Mario game. It's about 20 hours. So oh yeah, I don't know. It, it's, it's different. I'll be able to talk more about it later, okay. uh, but yeah, it just, it's very weird. It's, <laughs> it's really, really fucking weird. It's like a fever dream. Um, <laughs> currently I have, well, it, it's, it's a lot like, and I mentioned this on Bose cast, but you know, it's, it's a lot like uh, Mario two, like super Mario brothers two, where oh, yeah. you eventually it's... get the other characters like peach and Bowser and uh-huh. Luigi and you switch between them and they function like they do in those games. Like I currently have peach and she can like pull out her umbrella and hover around and you oh, nice. use that to, solve certain environmental things, you know? Um, and I think that stuff's kind of, kind of cool, but yeah, I haven't, uh, it's one of those situations where it's like, I need to probably play more of these games, but I kind of, I've been back to back to back all these paper Mario games and kind of like reaching that level <laughs> like of burnout. Burn out. 
Paper I, Mario. I think saving Super Paper Mario for like last in the in this was probably best because it's the most different. You've been reduced in to the ashes. But yeah, it's it's been quite a bit. Um, and then I did play a little bit more Origami King. I am now past the second uh, ribbon or streamer or whatever they call them. Nice. Um, so I've done at least two of the like thing, the bosses that are these objects. Uh, the second big boss is like a rubber band guy. Okay. Which was interesting. You you have to like snap him, like <laughs> snapping rubber bands. And yes, you do. Uh, well, I, I won't spoil it, but yeah, you <laughs> you snap these rubber bands. It's funny. That, that game's writing and so it has a really good sense of humor. Is that game's good? Um, but I've I've talked quite a bit about that game as well. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I played more, uh, quite a bit more Shins- Shinsekai. Um, which is this, I've, I've mentioned it several times now, but it is a under, underwatery Metroid-y like game. Um, it's more got the eeriness of Metroid going on where you're underwater. It looks like the world's been kind of destroyed and there's like a lot of like cars that are just underwater and everything. It, like you don't exactly know what happened and you're just like this weird person in a water suit. Um, and then like ice just starts forming all around you and like it's been like encroaching on everything and you kind of have to run from it a bit. Um, and it's it's different than a normal one of these because because you're underwater, you like you can like dispense air and like float around. So so you're kind of like can fly around the environment a bit. Yeah. Which. I mean, just adds to the exploratory elements you have. And then you gain resources. Like if you walked into like a big like kelp thing or seaweed thing, it'll like that'll be a resource that you can use to get by upgrades and stuff. Or like if you killed like these giant like hermit crab type things, you'll get their shells and stuff that you can use for upgrades. So so it's got like some modern sensibilities in there like that stuff. Um, like it's not really a crafting system, but it's just there's a lot of resources. Um, you can like pound your little you have like a pickaxe and you pound that on the ground to use like echolocation, which finds uh, mineral deposits that you can mine, uh, which that that's type of ore stuff is used to upgrade your suit, which you'll need to do so you can go deeper in the ocean because you'll see uh, while you're in the ocean, there'll be like essentially like. How do I explain? It's like a red water puddle, but you're, you know, you're already underwater, but it looks like here's some like real deep water, uh, which will crush you unless you upgrade your suit. And then that uh, level goes now suddenly that level moves way down. So then you can go like even deeper and then you upgrade your suit again and it goes even deeper, you know, Um, but exploring in that game is really cool. Uh, I don't quite know the point yet, you know, like, (laughs) you know, I'm running from this ice. I don't really know. What happened to the world? I don't know what's the deal with this ice thing. I don't really know where the game is leading me uh, quite yet, but maybe yeah. I'm not far enough in. I've only played like an hour, but I know it was like a phone game, so I don't really know exactly how long it is. <laughs> it is published by Capcom, actually, but developed by a different team, but it is published by Capcom. Okay. But yeah, it's just... uh there's cool underwater monsters and stuff. And like, I have a harpoon gun that I could like shoot into them and like reel them in. It, which is, I, I mean, it's got, I think the underwater motif has like a lot of cool stuff you can do. So yeah, that, that game's uh, fun for being like a little indie game that, you know, it was like $15. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, 
that's been what I've been playing. Um, probably going to take a break now. Yeah, we're going to, we'll take it. Well, actually, before that, real quick, I wanted to mention that Fall Guys on Steam is $19.99, or you can buy the Collector's Edition for $29.99. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, the it's like a it, the Collector's Edition comes with, like, their collector's pack like and the costume shit. Yeah. Costume stuff. Like it's $10 for one thing. And then the fast food costume pack is four ninety nine. So you get, I, get I gave for, them $10 for the, the costume pack, the nice, not the fast food one, but the one that came with, you know, some just generic ass costume shit. And yeah. then like 10,000 kudos. There's a bunch of companies that are like really vying to get their, like get <laughs> skins and stuff into the game. Like Konami is trying to, was trying to get their, uh, they wanted them to do metal gear, solid skins in fall guys. Oh, I wasn't sure if that was actual Konami or I've just seen people do a lot of mock-ups of like solid snake skins. I've seen one that was a Majin Buu one. I've seen, I was, I'm not I've sure. Seen just so many different skins people have made. It was an article that um, someone had posted somewhere that someone said, it said Konami was trying to get, make it happen, but I, I didn't read the article. So spent a lot of people speed hacking on PC as well yeah. um, to either run faster or literally fly. <laughs> God. Um, they, they've been working on. Yeah. They banned a bunch that, of people but, today, I think. Yeah. But it, it, that's specifically a PC issue. Yeah. It's harder to so, hack on the PlayStation. <laughs> man. But yeah. Um, yeah. Fall Guys is good. Uh, I, I kicked in the 10 bucks mostly because I was like, it's I'll a, support these devs. Yeah. You know, it's like, a, it's they, a unique yeah, thing. I, I got a cool free game. I was just like, here's 10 bucks. <laughs> I, I literally was like, I'm going to probably like, I'm going to play this quite a bit. So I just wanted to give them something. Yeah. You know? All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Cody. And I'm Christian. And we're Nerds with Friends. Not just two nerds who have some friends. No, we're your hosts for the podcast, Nerds with Friends. We cover any topic that people can nerd out over, from TV, movies, and comics, to conventions, tabletop RPGs, and much more. Nerds with Friends comes out every Tuesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And of course, on our website, NerdsWithFriendsPodcast.com. Join us every week as we confess our nerdy confessions and talk about the latest in nerdy news. And remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you for listening. Now back to the show. All right, we are back with the Lake Gaming Arena podcast. And uh, now I'm going to talk about the games that I played. So I played Inside. You have finally you, you played, played Inside? Inside? Holy shit. Yeah. I finally I've been played recommending Inside. this game for so fucking um, Inside is so goddamn good. It was weird because I, I launched it and then it was just like it just drops into the game. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm just playing now. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That organic <clears throat> that it's like it's not even really a start screen. It's, yeah, it just it just you're you're in the forest and your guy just pops out there. I'm like, all right, I'm playing now. That's <laughs> that's oh, what I'm man. doing. I have been trying and, to get people to play this game for like since it came out. I, I bought this day one and played it like four times it's really good it, the puzzles are pretty cool i like the puzzles um i like the weird it's kind of like a weird story like the like they're doing some sort of like experimentation it's on people extremely meta and fourth wall breaking this is made by the team that made limbo so it's kind of like oh, that, okay. both in terms of yeah art and it, it does a little bit more art wise than limbo does with silhouettes but very i really similar. hated the dogs the dogs were oh man 
Those one that the when the dog would chase you is like that got my heart pumping because they're the dogs are so fast. You mean the pigs? <laughs> no, there do, there's there were dogs that would chase you. There's also piggies. Well, there was there's a pig. There's one pig the that mean you motherfucking pig. That was yeah, he was. And then you pull his tail off. <laughs> <laughs> that was really gross. Um, yeah, but like there's like a part where like you have to like there are dogs that chase you and you got to climb over a fence. And then you got to like pry open like the the wood off of this opening and you got to like jump like the dogs come running around the corner and you got to pry one piece of wood off and then climb back over the fence and let them follow you back around and jump over the fence again and do one more piece of wood. That part was annoying because like I kept waiting too long to run to the fence and they would pull me down and eat me. (laughs) (laughs) That was that was annoying. Yeah, that game for being like a 2D platformer like puzzly game is like it's very cinematic and every like yeah. every kind of weird interaction feels specifically tailored to that one instance there's no there's no words in this game there's no talking it's all just action i mean um there is an argument to be said that maybe this is it, it's confusing and i don't really know that limbo and this game exist in the same universe and <laughs> That they're kind be of surprising. collectively like a purgatory. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't like those underwater things that would chase you. I hated those as well, just as much as the dogs. Did you finish this like, game? I, I I beat it in one sitting. Okay, thank God. <laughs> Why? I just, I was seeing if you did the best part of the game, which is the end of the game. <laughs> that, that was, that was awesome. Dude. I don't spoil it for anybody because it's, it is too good of a moment. I know this game's been out yeah. for a while, but it is an if you incredible played Limbo, fucking moment. If you have Xbox Game Pass, go download this game and play it. It's really good. It is about three um, hours-ish. Yeah. And, I mean, the puzzles are pretty... They're, like, physics-y based puzzles. And there's, like, weird parts where you're, like, you... you you put on like a helmet thing and you're controlling other people, like other like husks okay, of Okay, now people. I need to ask because of that. Did you get the secret ending? I don't know if I okay, got the Okay, you know how there's ending. the collectibles throughout the game? Like there's there's these weird things you'll like unplug throughout the game, right? Did you run into these things? No, I don't think I did. Now there's I think, I think I six of them. In. I might have done like one, I think. Yeah, there's one fairly Shit. early on that's in like a very obvious spot and it'll kind of be like one out of six. But you do you have to Shit. do all of these yeah. and then you have to restart the game. And there's a hatch at the very beginning of the game that you can't like if you yeah. go down, there's like a locked door. Well, that. Yeah. If you've got all these things, that door will be unlocked and you can oh, go shit. in there. Well, and then you'll find out go. the truth. Of God damn that it. Game. I already I already uninstalled it. I got now got to reinstall it so I can find Justin, the secret. You need, you need to know the truth. I mean, you can also to. just YouTube it. Um, well, that's not as fun. This. It's not as fun, but I mean, it. it is like. It's a cool moment. I would say that much. It's like a pretty cool fucking moment. I I like the the fact that like these people just murder this kid. Yeah, you're just you're just we're running. You're just running in the forest, and these people like there's a flashlight, and then boom, they just shoot you. I mean, there is like a weird <laughs> like a meta fuck. commentary here of like, is this like a a 1984 type universe? You know, like that, or is this is this immigration policy? Yeah. I mean, that was, that's more the direct comparison, but it's, 
it's got a lot of meta commentary like on both like both on like societal issues as well as like the game being a commentary about itself. I what I loved about this was how organic everything was like where it, it just felt like it. you just naturally there's no direction in this game. You just it, it was all context clues. It was all things that it would just your environment influenced you to do what you needed to do. Yeah. Like when you started controlling the people and then like there's a part where you'd like you grab the helmet and it breaks off and then you're running around and they're just following you. And it's like, if you, if they surround you, you just press up and they pick you up and then you, you can, they can throw you upwards. And then there's a spot where you need to go. It's like, that was so cool. Like, I love that part where it was just like, you, you just naturally figure out what to do with, with the people that are following these husks that are following you around. Um, Inside is my case use for when, uh, like, I have a friend who only think like they're like longer games are always better, but I'm like inside is the case use of like, it's only a three hour game. It's but short. It is and really like, good. I'm like every minute of that game. It like even, even the moments that I guess quote unquote suck, like they're supposed to kind of suck. Um, like the underwater parts. <laughs> like, yeah. Like you, you feel just as scared as that kid should, you know? So it, it's like every minute of that game was actually enjoyable for me. It was like I was like it was like 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 you said, you finished it in your like single sitting. But I'm like, it's that's how I was. I sat down and I played it and I enjoyed every minute of it. And then after I beat it, I just started a second playthrough. Like <laughs> That's how much <laughs> I enjoyed that fucking game. So I'm like, it is like a tight, tight three hours. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I really enjoyed it. I highly recommend anyone that just pick it up if you want to play a short ass game that's really good it's just this this dense it's dense you're just solving these cool little puzzles as you go along they're, and they're all kind of like environment uh physics based stuff um some of them will be the head world, scratchers but you'll figure them out like yeah. n- nothing and, in there was too particularly difficult in yeah. my opinion and the um the environments were really cool like you're like you're outside in the forest and then you get into this building and now it's like now there's like these weird there's like there's like nuclear bomb testing going on for some reason i don't know what the fuck that was and then then you're like underwater and it was like yeah there's just all sorts of really cool stuff It, it gave me major especially when you get to like the underwater part like um you're just like in this big kind of weird complex it gave me like portal 2 vibes yeah. You know, like in Portal 2, yeah, you go yeah. down like that whole structures in the like this super deep salt mine. <laughs> it's, but yeah, it gave me vibes of that, which is you should really cool. also check out uh, Carrion. I, I've played a bit of that. I downloaded that okay. one. That's that was next on my list to, to get to because Carrion is basically the end of that game, but all the time. Um, which, <laughs> which may that's just, or may that's not just what be, I was thinking. It may or may not be a good thing. Um, I, I kind of am leaning like, that maybe. it's not a good thing, but oh god, <laughs> god, the end of that game is so. The end of Inside is Chef's Kiss. Like it couldn't have been a better ending. <laughs> it couldn't. Have. Yeah, it was really good. Um, but then after that, I jumped into Observation. I haven't played this game, but I've heard many a good things about it. It's really fucking cool. Like it was this whole thing felt like I was playing a movie. 
to say like in in really like a really broad strokes term it was like it felt like and even the intro of it like you play like kind of like this little intro segment but then it kicks off into like the intro of the movie or of, of the game where it's like it's like a title screen it's like a legit like sci-fi movie title screen where it like has like a whole song that plays and there's just like really creepy cool like tech visuals going on because in this game you're not playing a person you're playing the ai of this space station so this character in the space station is uh is kind of uh directing you telling you what to do and uh and your job is to kind of like switch. It's like it, at first it reminded me of like Five Nights at Freddy's where you like you're switching around the cameras and shit. And you're looking through the cameras. Um, and so like you can go to like the different rooms on the station or different different segments of the station and you can turn the cameras and move around and look and zoom in. And you kind of start <clears throat> the, the game starts off where something happens. and You're like instantly like transported um to a faraway land where a land where monsters rule <laughs> um no but like you're on earth and then like they or you're not on earth but you're like around earth but then like something happens and the main character wakes up and the whole station is down and then she she recovers you and you're basically all your memory is erased so she has to, you have to start kind of like recovering your memory and connecting to the different modules in the station by like using your wireless where you like you you look at it and you kind of you connect to it and it, there's like a whole like kind of visual part of that and the it, it's like this kind of like a like trying to figure out what's happened here and then the there's like this giant like this is like the reveal where it's like she she finally looks outside um and sees outside the space station because the modules she was in didn't really have the um the windows and she looks outside and she's like holy shit we're we're all we're we're, all, <laughs> we're, we're orbiting saturn <laughs> like how did we get here and and then the ai is like i i think i brought you here and then and that's then the cues the intro sequence and it was just like this really cool this cool song so it was like a, a badass title like, card thing yeah like a late it was like where you know like where there's like an intro to the movie and then something crazy happens and then there's the title yeah title that screen late title card yeah i love it it was so epic and the song was awesome and then it was like okay you come back in and she's like okay i got some of this other systems up now we need to now you can transfer to the different cameras on your own because at first she had to move you manually and that's like and then she modified like some weird uh space orb thing that would allow you to you could control that and you could float around the space station in that thing um and in the areas that you couldn't see with the cameras and you're just slowly starting to uncover the mystery of what's happening here and you're unlocking different parts of the station because the station is like a uh a joint effort between like uh china russia and the u.s or actually it wasn't even the u.s it was actually the e the ea the easa um and the uh srb <laughs> and so like you you unlock like your air you're in your area and then you kind of fix the whole the station because like the clamps got fucked up for like the main segment that connects all three of the segments of the uh station together like the central hub if you will. And, um, 
so you have to use your like your wireless thing to go outside the station and fix that and then like all these things involve like weird kind of like menus where it's like they're like mini games but it's all just like it, it they just make it seem like it's their computer sequences where it's like okay like all this shit's happening i gotta like press this button and it releases the clamp and then you gotta press another button and it pulls in the th- the station and and then you press another button to secure the clamp in and so you fix that and then you're able to get into the other section of the space station and it's just like this crazy ass like mystery because then at the same time like there's like weird like kind of alien shit going on you don't know what's going on you have to do some weird puzzles involving that where it's like repeating. It's like a memory game, essentially. Um, those ones are, and I don't know what else to say besides, cause I don't want to spoil it because it's all kind of like really, um, plot heavy story heavy. You're, you're finding out, you're finding notes and stuff, um, audio recordings. So you're finding out like the different, uh, about the crew of the station. Cause you start with just the one, chick um El- ellie i I, for- I forget her name um but she ellie from last just, of us yeah, i don't know <laughs> but it was just it was her but then you don't know what happened to everybody else that was on the station so you're trying to find them um but you have to like get your systems up and running because all the station systems are fucked up because you got like transported from earth to saturn <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah uh things definitely take a turn in that show or and i keep calling it a show because it felt like i was playing a movie like that's that's the best way i can describe the game it was it was like playing like an 80s sci-fi thriller like a space thriller it was great i loved it you definitely play it. What check it out it feels like no. <laughs> <laughs> and this is also on game pass so definitely go check it out it got added it got added relatively recently i don't remember when because i i it was a few I, weeks back it was like two three weeks back maybe yeah because i i found it when i just went to the like recently added on game pass and i checked through that list i'm like oh this looks interesting so i downloaded that and played it and i loved it it was great um so yeah i, I definitely recommend checking this out if you like space horror and thrillers and sci-fi stuff because playing the a- being the AI was definitely a new take on that because um and it, yeah and there's there's a part that's like it's like an AI an AI ass AI part that was really good later on in the game and I definitely like you got to you just got to play it out. take take my word for it it's really awesome you got to play it I can't I can't say much more without just spoiling the fuck out of it because it'll ruin it for you so you just got to play it um and then after that I, I was I had a busy weekend. This is me, this is me last weekend, just sitting down and playing games and not doing anything else. Um, I played Trailmakers. Uh, have you seen that. this? <laughs> Trailmakers is the basically there's there's a there's it's like a sandbox game, but also there's a story mode, and the premise is that you have blocks and you're building vehicles with blocks, and that's that's the game. Um, the story mode is like you're on a cargo you're you're flying a cargo ship through space and it gets hit with a meteor and you crash onto this planet and now you have to like scavenge for the parts of the ship to find a shuttle cuz like the 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 systems are like we can we um we can retrieve you from space and and rescue you but you have to 
get off of the planet's surface first. And so you have to like retrieve like parts from the ship that were um, scattered about this planet. And it's not the whole planet. It's just like this big area. And you have to find like the parts that are scattered throughout there. And that gives you um, it unlocks new parts for you to build vehicles with. So it kind of starts off like, okay, you have a wheel and an engine. So you have these wheels and you engine and you build them with the blocks and you um, you just have to collect all these um, parts and bring them to a spot that will convert them into the parts that you can use. And so it's it's almost like a puzzle game where <clears throat> you see like a specific piece or a, like a uh, like a thing laying on the ground and you have to like push it to this area like this device and some will be and complicated places to get to like some will be like on an island and if you the if the part sinks in the water like it just resets so you have to like figure out how it's like okay how am i going to get this piece from point a to point b without it falling into the water or there's a floating island that's something like a floating island in the air you have to like eventually build a flying vehicle to get up there to grab the block and bring it to your processing thing and all of these things that you're grabbing unlock new parts for you to use. So eventually you're like getting like monster truck wheels or you're getting like bigger engines or you're getting uh, like plane plane wings. Um, you're also unlocking power blocks and power blocks enable you to add more engines or like propellers to your vehicle. So like if you were you can build like a boat and you can build as many and uh propellers on the boat as power blocks you have collected so if like you have seven power blocks you can build seven propellers on your boat or if you have seven you can build seven engines but if you have an upgraded engine you can build i don't know, like the upgraded engine will cost like two power blocks worth or power cores is what they're actually called and so it's really it's kind of it's fun challenge to try to collect all these different parts and some of them are like huge and some of them are small so like you have to figure out like okay I need something bigger and more powerful to collect this piece because I can't move it with this tiny car I have um so you have to like build a vehicle with more wheels and bigger engines or more engines and it's kind of cool like they they really they push the whole creativity aspect part of it. It was like where they, in the title screen, they show a bunch of like, look what the, look at the cool ass things you can make out of the blocks. You can make these cool looking cars or these cool looking planes, but there's no incentive for you to do that in the story mode. Because it's like, if you do any of that extra shit, it just makes your vehicle more heavy and um, slower. <laughs> so it's like you're incentivized to build like the most minimalist thing you could possibly can to push the the pieces around to get them to the processing center because the more elaborate looking stuff just takes up weight and takes up engine power so i was basically just running around with like this the, like you have your like cabin or like your 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 seat and i just had like a rectangle block in front of that and a rectangle block behind that and then six wheels attached to it and i had a triangle piece on the front for aerodynamics because it actually does kind of like weirdly calculate aerodynamics because i mean it does a lot it does do flying um you can do flying machines in this as well um so i <laughs> i was i had a triangle piece in front and i had six wheels and then every time i collected a new power block or a new power core i would just slap another engine on top of the vehicle so every time i collected a new uh, power piece i would just 
my my vehicle would just be faster so i can get from point a to point b quicker than if i were to like oh i want to make a car that looks cool <laughs> it's like there's no point to that so i just had this most minimalist looking thing and i'm a i i don't know if i'm going to get back into it. i beat about i got about 50 percent of the way because your goal is to eventually collect all the collect enough pieces so that you can build the space shuttle that will get you out into the uh out of the atmosphere of the planet i got about 50 percent of the way there and i feel like i kind of i more or less have seen what the game has to offer at this point and i'm not really super interested in sitting in creative mode and just building stuff um building weird looking cars i don't know so I'm not sure if I'm going to get back into it, but I, uh, <clears throat> I got to a point where like I could just cruise around the, the like air, the flat areas anyway, at like, <laughs> at like 120, 140 miles an hour in my stupid vehicle, my minimalist vehicle with like a million engines slapped on it. And then like the same thing, like there's, there's, since there's islands, you have to have like a boat. So like I, you just transform into a boat when you hit the water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh <clears throat> and uh um since i had a lot of uh power cores i just slapped a whole bunch of propellers on the boat and so like when i get to the water i can cruise around in the water at like 100 miles an hour <laughs> basically just hydroplaning across across the ocean it's great but yeah it's pretty decent game um worth it if you like to build weird vehicles the physics feel really weird at times like it seems like as soon as you you hit a corner wrong or something or you hit like a bump your vehicle just starts bouncing all over the place like it was built out of rubber and like you start like basically barrel rolling but forwards (laughs) so like i'm like i'm like flipping front over back and it like it doesn't stop like it just doesn't stop flipping so you hit the you hit the top of your car and it just bounces up and flips over onto the wheels but you're still ba- in like a bounce mode so you just flip back over onto the top again <laughs> it's it's dumb um what else i think that was it for what i played um i watched that did i talk about that that uh transformers show yeah you did did i okay i couldn't remember if i talked about it in the last show or not that was a weird show, but yeah. Um, but that's that's it for that. So let's uh let's talk about the community engagement stuff, the question of the week. Jump into that and we'll knock that out and call it a cast. Um so this week we if I can find it. Okay. Oh, I don't want Twitter analytics, I want just Twitter. So this get this week our question is what is the best exploit or cheat you've used in a game? Um so I guess we'll, we'll just jump right into, unless do, do you have a cheat or an exploit that you know of that you've, you've utilized offhand? Mm, not really. Not, not, that's not really my thing. I was all about the rosebud, rosebud, semicolon, guess- exclamation point, semicolon, exclamation point, semicolon, exclamation point in the OG Sims. WDDQD, doom. <laughs> the Konami code. Konami code. Um, I mean, like, I thought the cheats in the original, uh, well, I shouldn't say original, but in, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like, three through San Andreas, were yes. how you, like, it was, like, punch how you air the game. and jump, and, like, <laughs> yeah, that was how you played the game. The tanks and all that shit. 
you get the weapon load out and you, you turn gravity to low and you get the tank and you turn that turret backwards. You start flying with the tank. That was how you played that game. There's another one. Um, shit. Uh, the super bounce in Halo 2. Uh, right, right. That was a good one. Um, so we'll start on Twitter here. So we have AIP underscore official at priest guy YT. He says both the Mario Kart eight, no cheating fire, fire hopping just on 200 CC pullback on the stick. After the final boost jump in the dolphin shows to fly over the last two turns, last jump in mute city and fly to the end past the curves every time. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like some skills. That doesn't sound like cheating. (laughs) That's just some furious skills. (laughs) <laughs> if your cheats is just being really fucking good at Mario Kart, then I guess 200 cc's is brutal, man. Yeah, it's that's not easy. Um, the loser podcast at loser underscore podcast one hiding under the parking garage in GTA online and massacring anyone who came by. Not my highest point in gaming, but funny, I suppose. Uh, nerds with friends at nerds with friend says, I don't like cheating. Not sure if you consider this cheating, but I love getting the ghost stance and killing Mongols as they run in fear and ghosts of Tsushima. Yeah. <laughs> uh, grand repudians play video games at grand underscore video says super Nintendo game genie, super Mario world. <laughs> the GG instruction book told you how to alter codes by changing the first two numerals, change the high jump by using EE as the first two and could hold that jump button to fly or press it to jump again mid in midair. Got to every secret with that one. There you go. <laughs> uh, Toonami hub at anime with RJ says uh, the best the ex- best exploit was using Pokemon Reds in-game glitch to find and catch a legit Mew without game sharking. Uh, controller disconnected podcast at con disconnected says Metal Gear Solid three typing in the Konami girl on the uh, Konami code on the map screen to find the ends location during the boss fight. That's great. Uh, man bites dog podcast uh, at man bites dog pod says never did learn if it was a cheat or not. But there was a uh, there was a tree at Firelink Shrine in Dark Souls three that you can run up to and jump and end up on the roof with access to the pickle pea and Estes shard and a ring. I spent five minutes trying to get the jump right every playthrough. I mean, that's just how you get up there. <laughs> and somewhere the that's loser podcast says, not going to, not going to lie. I do this all the time. That's how you get up to pickle pea. Uh, Tsunami hub. There also is commented a more again. kosher way to get up there, but I've been like, that's just, in my opinion, that's just the way up there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Toonami Hug commented again saying Grand Theft Auto 5 invincibility to keep from being torn to shreds by sharks. And so wizard podcast at so wizard podcast says 30 lives in Contra is a classic. Also beating the end of Metal Gear Solid 3 by advancing the PS2 clock. <laughs> I, I've done my fair share of like changing clocks on something to, to give me an advantage in a video game. Um, Lamer Gamers podcast at Lamer Gamers cast says I would play Age of Mythology and build mazes of walls with one single opening. The AI would always go after the path of least resistance, no matter how complex. Too bad the path of least resistance is littered with watchtowers raining down death and fire arrows from above. (laughs) That's great. 
Uh, missing role player found at role found says, listen, Mario Kart on the Nintendo GameCube was a cutthroat game. Had to use all the tricks in the book to beat everyone. But did you cheat? No. Uh, Ghost of Gamer Past at the CB6 says the Rambo one that Gamer Scrooge made famous on his YouTube show works like a charm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Gamer Scrooge, rest in peace. Um, Geek Freaks podcast at Geek Freaks pod says in Sea of Thieves, if you do a thrust with the sword while on the edge of the ship, you'll fly through the water very fast. At this point, I think they they keep it in the game because the fandom loves it so much. Um. Oh my gosh, this name. Rand M C N C L U S I N S at random three zero four zero four nine zero four. This is like the the most jumbled up Twitter handle in existence. Um in Legacy of Goku 2, there's an area you're not supposed to go to until you get Goku to level 50. But if you get close enough, you can actually get these tough opponents to to hit you through a wall. Faster leveling. <laughs> uh, let's see the fandom effect at fandom effects says back in the old Warcraft three online games or on ba- Warcraft three online days game mode of three V three V three V three where you pick a uh, hero and spawn people at the base and fight in the map glitch for humans pick mage to get to level six use teleport spell to take your two strong guys to platform and also summon them when easy i understood none of that i've never played warcraft so i don't know um real feels podcast at real feels pod says guys say the item multiplayer cheat in the original pokemon game so so easy to level up and make your pokemon team unbeatable i remember waiting in line for the first pokemon movie game boy in hand connector cable battling friends make made a 10 year old cry when he lost <laughs> Uh, Ghosts of the Stratosphere at G- Ghost Stratosphere says, honestly, by far the most useful has been the action replay to let me clone Pokemon. You, you Pokemoners, cloners. Nerdo King at Nerd Zero King says, I mean, Skyrim and, and exploding to climb up mountains. Uh, a Clincy Fan Talking fo- podcast at a Cincy Fan Talking. NBA Jam, press the turbo and jump buttons 12 times and then hold them until you get the jump ball. You get the power-up defense for the whole game and can goal goaltend legally. Best cheat ever. These are some like incredibly like obscure cheats. Uh who's the dice head guy in Cuphead? What's his name? King Dice. King Dice. Gags at AHN underscore gags. He just posted a screenshot of 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 King Dice. He's Mr. King Dice. <laughs> DM Mark at Kazman2007 says Peninsula of Power from Final Fantasy is always an old favorite of mine. And that and the item duplication glitch <laughs> from Pokemon. Uh, Ocho Duro Par- Parlay Hour at OD Parlay Hour says greatest cheat code ever. And it was it's a gif of Contra. So I'm, I'm wondering if he's just referring to you doing the Konami code. <laughs> So I imagine that's what that's for. Um, and then I said, I wish I could use the Konami code against Konami. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, when the Midwest meltdown at meltdown Midwest says during the trophy hunt battle, I forgot or I found out that you could play the whole first Bioshock game on easy, then switch to the hardest difficulty at, at the boss battle. And it says I beat the game on the hardest setting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I was like, I bet that saved a lot of time. And they said, too much time. 
Made Josh really upset because he did the grind on the hardest setting. Oh, that's great. Good old rivalry. That's 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 it for the Facebook ones. We'll hop over to Instagram, see what the fine folks of Instagram have to say. Um, Ghost of Gamer Pass doing his classic, classic double dipping with the multiple comments. I remember there was one in Knights of the Old Republic where we, where you could level up quickly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, the Chronicles the of a Game. In, uh, Oblivion slash Skyrim of maxing out sneak by just taping a joystick down while you're crouched <laughs> next to somebody sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Chronicles of a Gamer. Exploits and cheating in the video game. The fuck? I used a couple actually as a kid. The Konami code in the PS2 era and it was all the codes for GTA. More recently, I used the gold glitch and Red Dead Redemption 2 online, but that's all I can think of for now. Um, and then the Rum Runners says, give cars to friends in GTA online. How, but how? How do you do it? <laughs> um, that was it for Instagram. Uh, Sorry, there was a huge spider. <laughs> I just hear boom, boom. It was like a crazy massive spider. <laughs> I'm sure it was just a garden spider, but it was really big. <laughs> and I was like, uh, uh, not crawling around in my bedroom. Not when I'm about to sleep. Not in my sleeping room. No, hell no. All right. Uh, not when it's the size of like a fucking quarter. Absolutely not. Jesus. All right. We're on Facebook. This, these are cut. These answers are coming from once again the hard drive and knuckles featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series Facebook group, which is the official group for the hard drive magazine, aka the video game section of the hard times. Uh, James says the triple jump and Lego Star Wars. Um, uh, Matt says pausing a game mid grenade explosion during boss fights in Master Bl Blaster Master. Oh, uh, yes. Okay, this is a good one. Alexa says, when I was a kid, I had to have been between seven or eight. I rented the Toy Story licensed game from for Sega Genesis from a local video store. My sister tripped and actually kicked the Genesis while a level was starting up and the sheriff badges that represent Woody's health were spinning up from zero to five, the maximum amount of HP. I was like, no, because I thought I was about to lose my progress through the levels, but the game kept going with the strange quirk that the Badgers spun back down to zero again, then back up to five again, then back down to zero again indefinitely. This meant I was invulnerable. No damage ever registered, and I couldn't be reduced to zero health. Falling down pits or ending a level didn't end the condition. I felt like I'd won the lottery. I was so confused as to how it was possible. Computers don't just come up with new behaviors when you hit them. Later, I realized I must have jostled the cartridge, leading to some data corruption and po probably triggered an existing in invulnerability mode, I, either some debug mode or an existing cheat code. And then they said that they just Googled it for the first time in their life, and it is indeed an existing cheat, cheat code for the game. So, like, apparently hitting the game induced a cheat code. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, cartridges are fucked up, man. <laughs> Circuit bending. <laughs> that's the old school it's the old school circuit banning is smashing your, your cartridge with your foot <laughs> I always wanted to be a circuit bender that's the type of bender and avatar I would want to be <laughs> yeah. yeah I always thought that was funny like the maker fair stuff the people that do circuit bending they're like yeah I'm making music with this circuit bent toy and it's just like <laughs> It's just like, this isn't music. This is garbage. Get out of here. <coughs> about the only thing musical about those are when someone would make music with a Tesla coil. 
Um, Alex says box cloning and GSC. I liked having at least two or three of the starters. What what is GSC? GSC. Oh my god. <laughs> what the GSC, aka Girl Scout Cookies Marijuana Strain. That's not helpful. It's not that. You can't abbreviate something unless you've previously mentioned it. <laughs> the only thing I'm coming up with is GSC Game World, developer of Stalker 2. What the fuck is GSC? <laughs> God damn it. Oh, fuck. Okay, well, moving on. Adam says, W item duplication trick in Final Fantasy 7. David says, Oldie but goodie rare candy trick in red slash blue all day. Uh, Nate says, Good old mother load in The Sims. Uh, Phil says, I had a Game Shark when I was a kid and had a lot of fun with Zelda, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Also, a big fan of movement glitches slash animation slash cancel slash exploits when the community just decides to keep them all like guns or keep them like all of Gun Z. Sword lunging and Sea of Thieves, surfing and Counter Strike, bunny hopping, etc. I think these unintended movement mechanics ha- add a lot of charm and uniqueness. Yeah, good old Counter Strike bunny hopping. Uh, Jared says, I don't know if this counts as a cheat or an exploit, it's more like a glitch. But I had the time of my life messing with the swing set glitch in Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, that was a good one. You remember that one? Do you know what that one is? Yeah, I know what that is. Okay. I didn't yeah, play Grand one. Theft Auto 4, but, you know, that was... For anyone that knows, there's just, like, a random swing set that, like, if you just, like, run a car into it, it just, like, explodes you across the map. It's good times. Uh, William says, I had a hack in Grand Theft Auto Online that worked by triggering the refund for an orbital orbital strike. There's orbital orbital strikes in Grand Theft Auto Online? What the? Oh my god. Uh, combined with a script to push the hotkey every minute and I had unlimited money. It's patched now, but because I wasn't spamming it, Rockstar never caught me. Someone says, I'm calling Phil Rockstar, president of Rockstar Games, and my uncle on my mom's side of the family right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's good. (laughs) No, please don't. What the fuck? I'm really sorry. No, really don't. It's too late. He already gave you five stars. Good luck with the National Guard. Um... Uh, Brian says San Andreas save out outside the casino drop 1 million on the black save outside the casino drive 1 million on black or or drop 1 million on black save outside the casino drop 1 million on black steal an expensive car trick it out with nitro fly around the interstate and crash save outside the casino drop 1 million dollars on black Uh, Robert says, select scrolling in the original Link's Awakening. I would run through the game multiple times just running around in running around in map whenever I order I choose. Great. Uh, Jeff says, gratuitous dismemberment and blood rain on GameCube. It was very fun back in junior high. Savannah says, I use God Mode in Skyrim and Fallout. I play games to relax, not be good at them. Same with time freezing in Stardew. <laughs> I never thought of time freezing in Stardew. You can get all the farming in, Marcus. You have to worry about time anymore. You can plant your entire farm. Yeah, but what about stamina? <laughs> There's probably cheap for that one too. <laughs> uh, Will says wrecking the chlorine markets in No Man's Sky. I guess I'm not into the No Man's Sky meta. I have no idea <laughs> what that means. Does it just give you a lot of money? I don't. I don't know. Scott says rock candy slash sugar packet trick in Earthbound. 
Sam says, money tree grabber on Neopets. It was a program you could set to snatch items donated to the tree. So I set mine to grab all the $1,000 donations. Overnight, I had like $200,000 and never got busted any time I used it. <laughs> That's great. That's like some. That sounds like a some like something that someone would do in, um, like RuneScape. That sounds like a RuneScape thing. Uh, Pavel says Final Fantasy VII. Last week, I turned enough Master T- Tom berries into ribbons to last me the final battle against Sephiroth. Wow. Uh, Michael says Resident Evil Two Infinite Ammo cheat since I was terrible at item management when I was younger. <laughs> Dan says, as mentioned above, the W item duplication glitch in Final Fantasy VII was great. Make as many elixirs as you want so you can feed them the magic pots and get crazy EXP slash AP. Cheesy, but really helps cut down on a time you would otherwise spend just grinding less lucrative mobs. Didn't really make the game easier, just faster to grind the end game. The most fun might be the weapon duplication glitch in Final Fantasy Tactics. I might be a little fuzzy on the fine details, but you had to give a character the two weapon ability from the ninja job, then equip a shield in the right hand and a weapon in the left and then go to a shop and use the best fit command I think it would automatically move the weapon to the right hand as a new item while retaining that same item in your left hand if you kept doing this and backing out it would make a duplicate of the weapon in your left hand and you could just keep doing it over and over and over the shop ring the shop would ring you up for whatever the usual price of the weapon is the fun part was that most of the most of the most powerful weapons in the game were effectively priceless because they couldn't be found in stores and only cost 10 gp to duplicate because they never intended anyone to to buy or sell items so suddenly you could run a whole squad dual wielding excaliburs highest attack power and permanent haste at all times and everyone has has two of them just absolute obliteration all with a weapon that is supposed to be one of a kind That was good. That's a good one. And then he goes on to say, I also enjoyed the NBA jam codes too. My favorite was actually the all defense code, which basically turned off goaltending and made it easier to get blocks and steals. I used to use that and then see how many blocked shots I could get by, get by the end of the game. And then last one I have here says, uh, from Jamie says, I love the way potion making in Morrowind allows you to create potions that give you like 1,000 health regen per second that last for literal days. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. It's a good exploit. Well, that's a that's a cast. That's it. That's that's that all she wrote. Cast. Let's put a bullet in this one. Yeah, it's big old big bullet, five million caliber bullet. Um, I was gonna make a joke, but I'm not gonna make it. Not. <laughs> Um, all right, so we, yeah, we're going to put a big old bullet in this podcast, but first, if you have not reviewed us on Apple and Podchaser yet, please give us five stars, review us, that helps us spread the show, please share us with your friends, that would be awesome, we would appreciate that. Also, send us emails, we're still looking for more emails, we got an awesome email from Unpaid Programming a few episodes ago, and uh, that went great, we want more of those. Uh, just email us at social at lga.gg go to our website lga.gg you can join our gilded chat server at chat.lga.gg and of course follow us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter just search for Lake Gaming Arena you will find us Um, and that's that's it so we're going to end that here and we'll see you next time peace
Meanwhile, there's T-Pain telling stories about how he would eat the shit out. He, he would not be afraid to eat shrapnel out of a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> he can't eat turkey with the bullets he uses because the turkey would explode. <laughs> <laughs>